Welcome, Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, the show for profitable insights and tips with business owners, entrepreneurs, and CEOs who use their nonfiction book to create the ultimate competitive advantage and grow their business. Grow their business. Grow their business. Here's your host, Amazon best-selling author and book publishing coach, Mike Capuzzi. Welcome to another profitable episode of the Author Factor Podcast. I'm Mike Capuzzi, and I want to thank you for joining us. My guest today is Dr. Victor Manzo. Dr. Vic is a business and mindset coach, certified pediatric chiropractor, speaker, and author of three books, including his latest, Decoding the Matrix, which we're going to be talking about today. Vic, welcome to the Author Factor Podcast. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Well, I appreciate it. You know, as a fellow podcast host, you said you have 400 episodes? I'm just shy. 389 was yesterday. That is awesome. How long have you been doing that, just out of curiosity? Four years. Congratulations. Very cool. Yeah, it's been it's a it's a labor of love, as you know. <laughs> Surely is, but I'll tell you what, and, and I know after 389 episodes, you can meet the you know, A, some of the nicest people, some of the smartest people, and then there's you know some good things that definitely can happen. It's all part of the life, right? It's the ups and downs. You, nothing that can always be perfect, but it's a, it's it's a, it's been a wonderful journey and I love it. And I I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Very cool. Well, at the end, we'll have to make sure you share the your the link for your podcast. But uh, Vic. Before we get started to you know, kind of discussing your author journey, I'd love to hear more about your, biz- your current business. If you want to talk about what you've done in the past, too, um, that, that'd be awesome, too. But you know, what are you doing today? Who do you serve and how do you serve them? Yeah, I'm a business mindset coach. I'm all about the mindset. I look at, you know, different factors of um, helping, um, I'm gonna say chiropractors, but entrepreneurs in general, be able to create their dream life with without the sacrifice that we're always told we have to do, or how we have to work so hard to achieve success and, or the grind and the hustle that we've been told for so many times. I mean, this is stuff I've heard on and on for the last 10 years and continue to hear it every once in a while. And it was one of those things where there's other, you know, when, when things don't go online with the laws of the universe or the laws of nature, or even with the laws of our own body, and we're going against that, that always raises a red flag for me. So I, I started to put these principles in my own practice. I used to be a former chiropractor. I uh, did that for the last 12 years. I uh, just went full time in the coaching uh, this year, January, but I've been coaching for three years. And it was one of those things where uh, when I saw the change in my life and it, it was so much what I call like effortless in a sense, then I was like, I need to do this for entrepreneurs because this message is just not, they're, they're burnt out. If you look how many, look at entrepreneurs, most of them are burned out. Most of them are trading time for money. And in the essence is it's just a different, it's just a job in a different way. And it's, I want to share these principles of how you can really tap in and understand from a mindset perspective first, and then utilizing universal laws and spirituality and all these other things I bring to the table to really understand how you can choose your success, the way you want to choose that, the way you want that to go, and then letting the universe and life kind of guide you to lead you towards that vision and dream of where you want to and so forth. So Vic, I'm going to dive into two questions relative to that. First of all, is there a particular industry that you find yourself serving, you know, most, you know, is there a niche or is it any type of entrepreneur? And then the second, if you don't mind, is you know, when does an entrepreneur know that they need you? Like, what's a, what are some characteristics that are sitting there? What, what, what are they feeling that says, you know, I need to find out more about what Dr. Vic's doing? 
Yeah. I mean, 30% roughly is my client base as chiropractors just because I was a chiropractor. So it's, it's like second nature to me. Um, and then the rest, honestly, is very broad. I've served over 17 different professions. Um, so it's not like it's tailored just to one. I'm working with someone who's just in, in the product industry right now. And, uh, and it's, so it's, it's very broad because at the end of the day, when you get when everything comes back to mindset and all comes back to working on your energy or your vibe to get to certain levels. So if we can clear some of those things out and really retune and create empowering beliefs and stuff, you can work with anyone on that level to a certain degree. Uh, and business is business to us. And in that aspect of what I teach too, because I bring business principles into what I do. Um, so there's that. And then the, the second thing, how to know, you know, it's, it's, do you want to level up in your life? Do you want to achieve that dream life? Have you been struggling? Has it been a challenge? Have you been noticing a consistent pattern showing up or you have some success and you go right back to comfort? There's a lot of oh, uh, signs. It just depends on the individual of how determined and how they want to get there. Do you want to get there faster? Do you want someone who's done that and kind of show you some of the method methodologies and ways? I don't like to say I'm not a cookie cutter type of guy, so I'm not going to say, well, I've done it so I could show you that uh, and I'll show you my way of what I've done. I'm more of let's create your way. And if you want to do that, that's something that I, I help with entrepreneurs. And that's that's when it usually it is to want to seek out. And is that a process that's sort of, is it an ongoing process? Is it an intense three-month process? What does that typically look like? If it, Great question. Is it typical? Yeah, yeah. So it's usually, I start off, I do everything in six-month increments. And so in the first, you know, first time coming, signing on six months, I have something I teach, which is, uh, I call it the man's own mindset method. And it's just basically 12 weeks. And it doesn't have to be in 12 weeks. You can do it in three weeks if you want. But it's the principles of what I teach. And so they get the background on that. And then we start when they have questions, when they have things that are coming up, we start to work on that um, to, you know, first thing I work on my entrepreneurs is create a vision and you have to create a vision for your life. And what does that look like? And then how do we tailor that vision into the other elements of your life and how they create alignment? There's a little bit of a chiropractic background there using the word alignment. Um, because when we are in alignment, everything works more at ease. That's how our body works. It, it's, it, it doesn't need as much energy to get the, the results that what it needs to at the optimal level. Well, that's also true when it comes to our life, when we're doing things that are in alignment to our vision, alignment to our purpose, aligning to what's authentic to us. When we have that alignment, we start to create effortless action where you can just do something like, holy cow, I can't believe this blew up. How did that happen? Or how is this being successful? Because when we're in tune and in alignment, then we can create those kind of things. So let's talk about your latest book, uh, Decoding the Matrix. You know, tell me a bit more about it, why you wrote it, and who, who you wrote it for. Yeah, so real quick, any book I ever write is always for myself at the end, in the beginning. I always tell people that because I, these are books that I wish I had to read sooner. And I know that what that material and what the experiences I've gone through, what it has done for me as an individual, and then my whole purpose is can I help that one person? I'm not concerned about being a best-selling author or any, I don't get into awards much. Um, even though I have a lot of them in my career, I, they're not meaningful to me because it's one of those things where I just care about helping that one person. That's always been my mindset when I do things. So decoding the matrix is really understanding the subconscious mind and how we're conditioned. The matrix is basically human collective consciousness. And what that means is you take every single human in the entire world, you take their thoughts, their, their pressing thoughts, their pressing emotions, and the things they focus on the most, right? When you put those three elements together, you average out all the humans, that is the matrix. The matrix is not good. It is not bad. There is, you can, you, there's no judgment to it. But it, what it does, though, for what it does to us is we get conditioned in certain ways because there's people in 
things that influence the matrix very much because the more eyes that people can see something, the more you can stimulate those thoughts or get into their heads and stimulate emotions, the more you can control where that matrix is going to be at. So the purpose of that book is how to disconnect from yourself. And I kind of share that through my own business journey of what I've went through, uh, how I was conditioned in many different ways. And then how did I break through that? Not only just from business, but also in life and how I had to start living on my own terms. And I share in the book things about how to be living your potential. A lot of people use that term, but what really is your potential? What is the human potential? What does that really mean? And then when you understand that, What's the spiritual side to things of your awakening or accelerating your awakening process? And why is that critical for you to do that? And what does that mean for humankind and the matrix itself? Interesting. Very interesting. I love, I've loved the way you've sort of broken that down and, you know, developed that. So it's, that's uh, very cool. So let's talk about the book, Vic, specifically this one, or, you know, the fact that you've written other ones in previous, but I'd love to hear, you know, how being a book author has made a difference to you personally and your business? You know, the biggest thing about my books that has really helped me since my first book on has really gained more credibility. But more importantly, like I've, I've shared this many times before uh, in, in videos on social media and even on my podcast about like, how cool is it to write a book? And you get to tap in with me at that moment where my consciousness level is, where I'm at at that moment in my life and what I've learned. It doesn't mean that's who I am. It's funny because every time I write a book, uh, I, I, I had a, a friend of, uh, uh, a mentor of mine tell me he's he's been a New York Times bestseller and stuff. And he's like, write the book and don't look back. He's like, because if you go looking back, you're going to want to change things. And he goes, when you want to start changing, you're going to continually change things because you're evolving. And he goes like, he's like, basically speaking to me, he's like, you change very quickly. So you're going to want to change your book. And it happened to me on my first book where I was like, I don't like the way this chapter is. I wouldn't use those words anymore. I've kind of done it this way. And I started to do it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just, just leave it. It is what it is. And I've kind of taken that advice in my books. Um, but what it has really done for me and my business has been a credibility source. I mean, people sometimes will be like, who's Dr. Vic? I never heard of this guy before. And I'd be like, well, you can hear what book, what, what, what would you want to learn? Rediscover your greatness, how to discover the, the importance of who you are and how the laws of the life work. Uh, walk in the dark, how every challenge we face is actually a blessing. Or you want the decoding the matrix, how to uncondition your mind to really achieve and live your path the way you want, your truth the way you want to. And so when I share those, one of them are going to resonate. And if they do, here's the book. And then what happens is all of a sudden they'll read it. And, and sometimes they may inquire, hey, I want to learn to, what do you do? Do you have classes? Do you have coaching? Well, you heard you're a coach. So what, what, what do you do one-on-one and, and things like that? So that's kind of what I've used it as is my way to just build more credibility to what I teach, what I share and who I really am. What about ways or you know, if you could share even just one tip on how to use a book, whether it's a digital, you know, digitally, online, offline, you know, what do you, how are you using the book to attract clients to you? Yeah. So like Amazon has these rules. You probably know these already. Like, I think it's like what 10 reviews and they start to market you a little bit more and all that, you know, how to get to certain rankings at a certain time. I think if you're in the top 100, um, you get to put on a list. And if you get in the top 10, they start to market you. So I, in the beginning of my book, I was really looking at how can I stimulate that? And I did, I got into like the top 10 in um, two categories uh, for a little bit. And I was like, okay, great. This is marketing. This is good um, when it comes to that perspective. But some ways I use, utilize the book too is to, um, you can use it for lead generation, right? So first chapter of my book is totally free. Just put your email and name and you get, you get access to that first chapter or sometimes even two or three chapters, depending on the, the size of my book or the length of those chapters. Um, and so I'll use it in, in many different formats. Sometimes I use it as a giveaway. Sometimes if I'm on a podcast and, the, and I'm like, hey, 
I'll, I'll send you my book, you know, um, to take a look at it. And the key point is what game do you want to play in? I think that's really critical when it comes to the book and what are you, what are your goals and what is the vision behind it? Um, this book primarily, I wanted to get it ranked as high as I possibly could. Um, if it got bestseller, I wasn't, I, again, I don't care about the title. It's just, I'm playing the game of Amazon, right? And the game of Amazon is how many reviews can I get? How many eyes can I get on that book and people to utilize it? And if I can get as many as possible, then all of a sudden I will be more exposed into what I do. And then, then people get to know me as a way of someone who's a, a figure of authority or someone of an expert. And that's kind of the, the mechanism behind the book to really start to see that this is, wow, if I think of business or if I think of, you know, mindset, or if I think of spirituality, man, Dr. Vic, he really, he hammers it down in a certain way that I like the way he speaks. So three, you, this is your third book, correct? Yep. Okay. Just out of curiosity, is there a fourth book in the future? I plan on writing 30 books before I'm 65. All right. So there's a couple, there's a couple more in the future. Good for you. That's awesome. What have you learned, Vic, as far as, you know, something either that was a mistake that you made that you wouldn't make on the fourth book or even just like a word of warning, a speed bump that's been encountered, whether it's in the writing, the publishing, whatever it is, just something that you would want to warn another potential author about? You know, one of the things I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to master, I would say, is the, the pre-offers and, and really ramping it up in a marketing perspective. I made that mistake. Um, my first book, it was, I don't know, it was interesting. My first book, I think it was because it was my first book that people were more, my, my circle of influence and stuff was very excited about. Um, second book, I was like, oh, I'm just going to write off the wave of what I had that, that didn't work well. Um, this one, I, I gave it about a month, uh, a little over a month of just marketing and, and really getting it out there. Um, but I would say if my fourth book, what I would do is, is, is three months of just really focusing on the book and ramping that up and, and, and really pushing it on my socials, going through my email list and, uh, you know, putting enticing. One of the things I learned from just, you know, just other books I bought or systems or in my own is that it is like, how do I entice, you know, people to, be like, hey, join the pre-offers, uh, pre-sale, because it's it's going to help. It counts as a as a purchase on that day. And again, if you're playing the Amazon game, that's that's what's really critical uh, when it comes to that. And that's that's one thing I, I probably would love to have have gotten better with. Um, and when I do, and, and being a self publisher, I, I gotta say it is it is a tough job to you know get that book out there. I mean, this is my third one, and it's uh, but this one I felt like I had a, the most success I had with out of all my books. Um, and it's just one of those things. That's something that. I think it's very critical. Just map out and plan to how your plan of action is going to be and, and look at your circle of like what, how many, you know, if it's social media, if it's your email list, if it's both, it's how to get out there to really create a strategic plan to constantly bombard that message because the day we're living in today, people forget things so quickly. I mean, our attention span is less than a goldfish. So it's one of those things where uh, we forget quickly. So you need to constantly hammer away. And I got to see that in this one where I was like, yeah, I, I needed more time. I didn't give it enough. Yeah. And to that point, I mean, you know, and it all falls on the author's, you know, shoulders. Even if you're working with a real traditional publisher, you are still responsible for the marketing. And it is, it's a, it's a long-term play. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, the book is done. I'm done. Mm -mm. You know, you're just getting started. Um, I'm actually working with a client right now. So we publish books for business owners and this, you know, she's actually doing the pre-launch starts next week and the official launch is the first week of August. And we've been planning this for months now and having a whole sort of calendar up to those dates of you know, all these things that are going on behind the scenes. Because just like yourself, she knows, you know, she wants to use Amazon and it's very important to get that, to, you know, to launch strong so that you can be part of you know, Amazon's algorithm to get that book up there. So 
Um, you're absolutely right. And there's a lot of good books out there that you know, describe you know, the evolving of Amazon and you know, how to leverage that. So uh, thank you for those, uh, those words. What about Vic? And I'll be interested to hear because you're a mindset coach. You know, a lot of folks never write that first book, um, or maybe they start it and never hit the publish button, if you will. You know, there's head trash, there's stuff going on. What words of encouragement, if someone's listening to this right now and they have yet to write that first book or they've gotten stuck, how would you encourage that person? Yeah, so this, I love this question because it's something that a lot of, like when I wrote my first book, a lot of my friends are like, how the heck did you do it? And I'm like, it's not, and they're like giving me all these, like, did you do the outline method? Did you do this? Did you map it out? Blah, blah, blah. I will say, and this is the best advice I ever gotten is just write. You know, there's no such thing as a bad day of writing. So like, if you're like, I don't know what to say, I don't, just put the pen down and, or put up, open up a, a, a pages or a word doc and just write, just, just, just whatever. And you don't get so caught up in the head because the head's going to mess with you. It took me six years. Let's see, I was 26. Yeah. Six years to write my first book because I was so caught up in here of how I wanted to do. And then eventually I just sat down and I literally said, okay, what's the title of the book? Here's the title. Here's what I'm going to write. And I didn't, I didn't judge it. I just wrote whatever came through. Um, and then I would go back after I felt like I've written a little bit, you know, gotta, I feel like I have a couple chapters here. I'll take a look back and just see, okay, what did I write? How could I clean this up a little bit and fine tune it. And usually I throw that a lot of that weight on my editors be like, Hey, make sure this flows right. Clean it up for me. I don't got time to, I'll, I'll quickly view it, but I'll, I'll leave that to you guys. Um, but that's something that has been really monumental for me because when the book number two came, it was even faster. Book number three, I wrote that in less than 24 hours. Now that's not one day of, you know, it's 24 hours, less than 24 hours of total work. Um, it took me a whole like five weeks to do it, but it was working time. And the reason why is I just wrote, you know, I didn't, I didn't have, I had an idea, you know, decoding the matrix. Okay, great. I love the title. What's the first chapter? What is the matrix? All right. I'm going to write about that. And I just wrote and wrote and wrote. And, um, you know, and then I sent it off to my editor when I was done doing that process and it works. I mean, it worked for me at least. Um, and I think there's something to that because when we get, unless you're doing like a very scientific book, um, something along those lines and you have to have resources. And I mean, I have, I have like 14 resources in my book, but it's one of those things where um, that is, I think one of the easiest ways to get out of your head and you'll be amazed on what comes through. It's really uh it's the advice I've been giving for the last few years on writing books and especially even to my clients. Um, and they've done it and it worked well for them. And it's one of the things that it gets you out of those blocks sometimes. Cause you get so, when you have a writer's block, in my opinion, I think it's just, you're too much in your head. You just, just, just write and whatever comes out, even if you're just saying the same thing over and over, who cares? Just keep writing. Great advice. Great advice. Um, and it really does come down to that when you really think about it. So, uh, just write. Again, I always like to ask my multi-book uh, author guests, um, you know, sort of impromptu questions, and, and one of which I'd love to hear if you, if you have any, you know, stories or anecdotes about. Again, you're in your third book. Um, is there any specific example that you've heard from readers that have just, you know, that you've inspired, that you've helped, that have reached out to you, that you know, you that that would never have been helped had you not written that book. Any any examples of that? Oh, absolutely. I mean. My second book was probably the most pressing one right now. And that was, you know, Walk in the Dark talks about, you know, the, the challenges, the obstacles, the darkness is just challenges, obstacles, and the, the things that we face, our fears and so forth. And literally I wrote the book and about two and a half, three weeks later, I get a message on Instagram. And this, 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 this lady was just, this woman was explaining a long, long message to me. And I read through it and she was basically saying that she had, she was suicidal at times and she thought her life wasn't meaningless. 
And she goes, I just got tired of the hardship I kept seeing in my life just kept showing up. And she goes, your book actually shifted my mindset to look at that darkness as a blessing. And she goes, I have a long way to go. She goes, but I don't, I, I got to thank you because I'm not, th- I haven't had thoughts like in, since I read your book, she read my book early and then she waited a little bit to write, but she's like the last 10 days, I haven't had a thought at all. And I just want to thank you for that. And I, I made a note to follow up with her often to make sure. And she's been doing great and, and, and her life has transformed. And I, when that happened, I was like, that book's done. I don't need nothing else for that. Book. Like again, because what's my main vision of my book? Just one person, like my spiritual teacher taught me this at 24. She said, if you could just help one person and influence them in your life, you've done your work. Yes. That's it. Because yes. and I and, and there's such a truth to that because there's the ripple effect that we don't pay attention to as much. And so yeah, that's the that's the biggest one. Um, the coding matrix has been great. I've had some people reach out and say, Oh my goodness, I didn't realize how controlled I was um, and how I'm influenced in so many ways. And I'm so excited to what leads forward to me in my life. And I had a few reviews like that. And I was, that that just wakes me up because it's like that's exactly why I wrote the book. And that's kind of cool when you have that vision of a book of what your main message you want to have, and then you have reviewers or people who've read it coming out and saying that. That to me is just that's that's the top of everything. That's the that's the cherry on top. So Vic, that's been uh, very insightful and I do appreciate all that. I recently rebranded this podcast and it's now called the Author Factor Podcast. And I I did that because I really wanted to share what I believe is the importance, the power, um, the, the, the effectiveness of being a business owner and a book author, a nonfiction book author. So I call that the Author Factor. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on what it has meant to you and your business to be a business owner, book author. Yeah, I know. I love this question. And it, it I kind of touched base a little bit before and I'll, I'll recircle that. And it's one of those things where, again, if there's anything that I've experienced the most is just that level of credibility in, in when it comes to being a book author and, you know, running my own business, because it's as a chiropractor, I didn't write books on health. There's just so many out there. And I was just like, do I really want to write a book on health? I mean, I do have a unique perspective on what, and when it comes to health. And I was like, Ah, uh, you know what? But then the mindset world is just like, yes, that 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 I think I have a, a more unique perspective to share. And um, but you know, again, when I first came out, no, no one knew who I was, right? So when I, I ran, because I in 2018 I started my podcast, I wrote my first book, but I didn't really get into coaching. I didn't open up that door, and it was just a side hustle until the fall of 2018, more until like November, almost in the winter. And um, so people are starting to, you know, I had somebody who got me connected with some coaches and, and they were looking for a coach. And so I did group coaching, but long story short, it was my book that started to get them interested in who I was because they didn't know my message. They go on Facebook and they see, oh, he talks about mindset. He talks about this. Okay, great. But there wasn't a lot of, uh, of knowing who I was. And so they're like, hey, he wrote a book. And they're like, oh, great. So Audible, I had an Audible and all those other things. They went to check it out. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, I need to know more about this guy. And I need him to help me. Because it was a lot about, again, the fabric of how we, how the rules to life in a sense, in a very short, specific way uh, of how we govern our life and how we lead to the greatness. How do we unleash that greatness, greatness within us? And they were just like, I love this message. I love what he's all about. I need to know more. And that was that was a huge pivot point because that kind of started to jump start me into that that part of my coaching business um, that I didn't even expect. Like I didn't I didn't see that happening. I saw my book coming out and being. Uh, getting out there and, and, and doing what it was going to do. I had a good following, so I knew that it was going to go well. Um, but to see the return on things, because we kind of talked about this before, you can get a book out, that's great, but it's it's not the short game that matters, it's that long game. How do you keep that book alive? How do you keep repurposing it and utilizing it? 
And that's a skill that I had to learn over time. Um, but it was seeing it in this perspective, like when it comes to a potential client or someone who's interested in what I do, um, yeah, that book just refer depending on what they have going on too. It really helps a lot for me, especially having three books, because like I said, what, what category, like I have somebody who had a personal thing happen in their life and they're like, man, I can't coach with you right now. I'm going through a very, this personal thing is just really messing up my whole entire life. I said, don't let it. I said, how about this? I'll, I'll, I'll send you a free copy of my book. And, and please just read it. Let me know when you're done reading it and then see if I can help you in any shape or way. I'm not trying to get a sale from that person. I'm really genuinely trying to help them um, because I've been there where something personal happens and you make it feel like your whole entire world's going to melt down. And uh, to have that book be able to do that. And then they, they give you a message back saying, oh my God, thank you for that. There's, I've never seen someone who would do something so genuinely wanting to help someone who they don't know. I said, listen, this is why I'm in what I do. And if you ever, you know, down the road, if things turn around and you're looking for a coach and hey, give me a call. I'd be more than happy to have that discussion with you. So Vic, how can our listeners learn more about you? Where can they grab your books? Where can they listen to your podcast? Yeah, my book is on Amazon. You can find it there, Decoding the Matrix or Rediscover Your Greatness or Walk in the Dark. They're all there. Um, to follow me and see what I'm all up to, my website is a group, the, the hub of everything. So empoweryourreality.com. Um, I have free coaching calls. I have free resources. If you go to the free resource link, uh, you'll see my podcast there. You can click on it. Uh, my podcast plays on everything. So you can find it on anywhere you like, but it's called The Mindful Experiment. Um, and if you're on social media, you want to follow me there. Um, if you scroll down to the bottom left of the website, I play on four of them, which is Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Come say hi. If you have a message or anything, I do read my messages. I do reply to them um, as I like to be engaged with all anyone who's, you know, has a question or anything. I'm always there to support. Well, Vic, this has been great. I appreciate all the wisdom. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And to my listeners, thank you. And if you found this podcast helpful, please help me grow by sharing with your network and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Till next time, this is Mike Capuzzi. Thank you for listening to the Author Factor Podcast. To learn more about Mike's unique short book publishing opportunities, please visit bitesizedbooks.com.